Hello and welcome to Heal, Pray, Grow, a podcast that helps you heal from rejection, pray for peace, and grow in abundance. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Heal, Pray, Grow podcast. It is your girl, Tanisha Johnson, aka TJ Self Care. I am super, super happy um, just to be able to have this platform. I want to say thank you to all the people who listen to my podcast. I truly love you guys. Um, knowing that you will be tuned in is what helps me to actually do the podcast. (laughs) So I want to thank you so much, um, you know, just for your support and your, um, your encouragement. Thank you. Um, you know, for those of you who message me and, you know, you tag the, um, the episode that you're listening to, I just want to say thank you for that as well. It makes me feel good to know, like, you know, this is our podcast. It's like, I created this podcast, you know, for you because I wanted you to just be able to just binge, you know, listen to something positive, something encouraging when you're on your journey and you have those family members, those friends that are making you feel bad about putting yourself first, I wanted you to have a space. You know, I wanted you to have somewhere you can go and be like, you know what, I am going to listen to Tanisha talk about healing and talk about self-care, and I am going to listen to her tell me that none of the things I'm experiencing is my fault right now, (laughs) and I am going to feel better. So I just thank you for allowing me to support you and thank you to my supporters, you know, who sign up and subscribe, you know, to give monetarily to the to the podcast. You know, I have a few people, you know, giving a dollar a month. But when I tell you, you know, I was so excited, you know, I was like, oh, my God, they're just so sweet. The money, you know, that you work so hard for to subscribe to my podcast. So thank you. And, you know, if anyone else would like to subscribe, you know, please do all the money, you know, goes to me and I invested in, you know, the podcast and, you know, new spaces to record the podcast and everything. So thank you guys so much. But now that we have done the church, the church minutes, as I like to call them, (laughs) uh, let's get into this topic. So, it's been heavy on my heart to really talk about self-responsibility. And, you know, at first, when I first heard that word, I was like, this is crazy. People just making up words now. But it's a real thing. And, you know, so I, I will share with you. Um, so I'm so excited because... I will soon be creating the cover for the book. I'm going to be asking you guys, you know, about what you want to see and what you, you know, and I'm going to let you guys get in on it, okay, on the book. So just wanted you to know that. But I'm also thinking about um, creating some type of journal, you know, um, that could be free where you would be able to really walk yourself through, you know, this healing process. 
and I was recording for the other day and um, I was listening to myself and I was talking about self-responsibility and I was talking about how I'm learning um, and I say learning with full transparency because this healing journey is so chaotic sometimes. It feels so uncertain. It feels complex. It feels like, okay, is it ever going to end? And even with me, you know, I always say, you may be on mile one, five, 10, or, or 20, and I'm on mile, you know, 100, but it's all still a journey. And what I'm finding is we get to a space where we understand, yes, I am a codependent. Yes, I am a people pleaser. And then we get to this other space where we say, I need boundaries. I need to be mindful of the people that are in my life. I need to be mindful of how I show up in the world. I need to use my voice. I need to advocate for myself. I need to set my boundaries, you know, clear, concise, with confidence. The three C's, right, of setting boundaries. And then when we've done all that, and we've gone through the chaos of dealing with other people's responses, other people's emotions, people being upset with us, blah, 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 yada, 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 right? You guys though. Then we get to this space of, but what is my role in this scenario, this situation that I'm experiencing? What is the role? Now, I want to say that if you are someone like Tanisha, I don't know what you're talking about. People are hurting me. People have used me. People have made me feel bad, made me feel less than. I don't have a role. I want you to know that I hear you. I hear you, and I'm there with you in spirit, okay? And in the same breath, I want you to consider that every relationship, everybody plays a role in that relationship, in that dynamic, in that family system, right? Whatever it is, everybody has their own role. And could could it be, could be, okay, could be, I wish you could see my face because I'm smiling. Could it be that we also are playing a role in why this person feels like they can talk to us like this. Why people treat us a certain way. Why people respond to us in certain ways. And listen, it's not a bad thing. It's not like you're doing anything wrong. You're doing what you know to do. We do what we know to do until we know better. And so... Thinking about it from that perspective, I really want you to consider what are some things that you have gone through? What are some things, some challenges maybe even that you've been through that could possibly account for where you see yourself now? And, 
you know, I want you to take a breath, take a breath, and just really sit with yourself and reflect. Because one of the top reasons we struggle to heal from people-pleasing and codependency is because we fail to allow ourselves to really walk through the experience of self-awareness. Self-awareness is a game changer. Self-awareness is powerful. Self-awareness is just, man, motivating and inspiring and uplifting and encouraging in so many ways. It helps us through our healing journey in so many ways. And when we don't acknowledge it, you know, it really puts us in this platform of being able to go to the to the peaks, okay, to the valleys of healing. Because healing is up and down, you know, it's a it's a it's one of those is one of those paths where you really can't predict it. But you get to the stage where everything pretty much feels like an uphill journey. And while you're on the hill, you feel lost, you feel confused, you feel like nobody cares about you. You feel like you don't have anyone to guide you, but you're still on the journey and you're walking, you're walking, it looks meek. And then you have a moment where you just open your eyes and you experience where you are and you look back. And when you look back, you see this huge, huge, huge road that was once ahead of you is now behind you. And when we get to that place, it's scary and it's beautiful at the same time. Because what we find is we have now accomplished a lot on our healing. We've gone We've gone the extra miles to learn about ourselves, right? When you are at this peak of your healing, it means that you have gone to the workshops, you have gone to, you know, the seminars, you have had the hard conversations with family, with friends, you have set the boundaries, you have lost people, you have done the workbooks, you have done the, um, you know, the YouTube, you have been to the clubhouse meetings, you have done all this work. And not only have you been exposed to the work, but you also have taken pieces of it that you have applied to your life. And so now you have proof that the things that once were, were no, are no longer. And that's because of you doing the work. That's because of you saying every day, I am committed to myself, I am committed to my healing journey, and these are the things that I'm going to do in my life, right? 
So by us knowing that, what we also know is that we get to a piece at this point where we really, really can see how we need to hold ourselves accountable. And that's where the self-responsibility comes in. Every single day, and I know some people may hate, hate for me to say this, every single day we have to be committed to our healing journey. We have to be committed to ourselves. We have to be committed to this may feel a certain way, this may look a certain way, but I am still going to do it. It is hard to show up for myself, but I'm still going to do it. I'm crying through the pain, but I'm still going to do it. I don't want to see my role in this situation, but I'm still going to do it. Because that is the only way that we are going to break through some of these difficult and challenging, complex dynamics that we see ourselves in when it comes to healing. Because we can't always look at what other people are doing to us. We have to get to a place where we ask ourselves a few things. Why am I allowing people to do this to me? Are my thoughts jaded? Am I truly looking at this situation from a clear perspective? And I'm telling you, asking yourself these questions, I'm not even going to act like you don't feel like you're going crazy because you do. (laughs) Listen, y'all know I keep real, okay? Am I Tanisha Johnson, who is a clinical social worker, who has a master's degree, who's working towards her license, who is an author? Yes, I am. But for those of you who may not know my story, I'm also the same Tanisha Johnson, okay, that grew up in the ghetto in San Francisco in the projects, okay? (laughs) Shout out to the Fillmore District, okay? And I, I have to keep it real, you know? I can't, like, that's all I know to do. And... I share these lessons with you about self-responsibility because I saw a stagnation in my own healing. And looking back, you know, um, I told you, I'm always thinking about you guys. I was reading some journal entries that I did about five years ago. And I I didn't write down the name of the person. Somebody must have pissed me off pretty bad because... In the journal entry, I was saying stuff like, I'm just so tired of this person. I'm tired of this happening. Why do they feel like they could do this to me? You know, I've set my boundaries. I'm just about to cut her off because I'm so tired of this. And I was 33, you know, and I was really just getting started, you know. Um, I was just getting started, you know. And uh, it's like I was going through all the all the things that you feel like you need to go through to heal. I was reading, you know, books from like Iyanla Van Zandt, uh, from Alex L., from um, uh, Lisa Nichols. Um, I was reading the Bible. I was reading a lot of um, a lot of religious authors. 
I was reading a lot of relationship books. You know, I was going to the codependency meetings every Friday. I was going to therapy, like every, really, I was going like once a month, sometimes like every other week. Um, But I was doing all the things, right? That's what I'm trying to say. And still, you know, I was just like, I don't see the results. You know, why is this so difficult? I set the boundary. How come this person is still acting like, you know, I'm the one? How come they still hating me? How come they still disagreeing with me? And when I read those journal entries now, I can see that I kind of thought that was going to be the end all be all. You say something I don't like, you do something I don't like. I set the boundary. You should stop doing it. (laughs) <laughs> that was the, you know, that was that was what I was thinking. And that's not what it was. That's not what it was at all. Um, I forgot that people had feelings. They would have responses. Um, and I didn't know how to deal with those yet. But how we deal with those is by taking accountability, by taking, you know, some responsibility. Um, people used to tell me that I was controlling And I was just like, what are you talking about? I have literally helped you from A to Z. And I didn't realize that helping them from A to Z was controlling because people had to then do things how I wanted them to do it and have to look how I wanted to to look. If they weren't doing it in a certain way or it wasn't getting done in a certain way, then I would get upset. Um... You know, and I would, you know, tell them, you know, you don't respect me. You don't respect none of the stuff that I'm doing. Ooh, we child. You probably listening to this like, Tanisha, you was a mess. And I was, I was like, I'm not proud of it. (laughs) I'm not proud of it, but I was. And I can look back now like, yeah, I thought I was helping people. I was being controlling. And, you know, it's good when we can see, you know, because it means that we've gotten to that level, you know, and I'm definitely there. People ask me how it feels. It kind of feels like when you start taking responsibility for what you're doing, it kind of feels like you are, how can I say it? It feels like you're kind of in this, this, um, it feels like you're in a movie. Yes. Yes. That is the description. It feels like you're, it feels like your life has turned into a movie and you have a script and you've actually had time to look over your script. And so it's like, you see that, oh, wait, now when she do that, oh, for me to do that, that's going to be kind of wrong. Maybe I need to try to, uh, (laughs) right? It's like, it kind of feels like you have the script in your hand. You have time to look over it. And so when certain stuff go left, you know that it really, really shouldn't be going left. That's how I feel. Like, you know, like, wait a minute, I forgot the line, or wait a minute, I need to change this one. <laughs> um, so to give you an example, I had I had a situation 
you know, a couple of years ago where I was hanging out with a friend and this particular friend enjoyed, you know, a lot of stuff that I didn't necessarily like doing. And, you know, when we, you know, came back home from where we were, you know, the next day, you know, she called and she was talking about what a great time she had and a great time we had. And, you know, she was talking about hooking up again. And when she did, I was just like, okay. And when we got together, I told her, you know, I really didn't have the best of time at the event. I felt like it was crowded. I felt like it was too many people. You know, I felt like the music was too loud, blah, blah, blah. I was really hoping, you know, we would be able to have more like a sit down, you know, where me and you could like process and reflect and, and, you know, talk about our feelings and all those things. Um, And she was really, really um, happy. I had talked to her about it and, you know, we were able to have an open conversation but I also injected in there, right, with my new way of thinking and knowing about myself. I said, hey, but you know what? This was an event where me and you was just really just, you know, hanging out and having a good time. Me expecting, you know, all this soft, warm, you know, touchy-feely kind of um you know, emotional convo, you know, really is not fair because this was not the space for that type of, that. this wasn't the space for that type of situation. I knew, you know, that we were going to, I think it was like a concert or something, I can't remember, but, um, you know, I told her, like, I knew we were going here, you know, if I, if I knew that I wanted to talk to you about something else, then I should have, you know, I should have told you another time. Like, hey, I know we're going to the show now, but I really want to talk to you about X, Y, Z. Um, and she was, when I tell y'all, she was taken back. She was like, what? Look at Tanisha. Tanisha growing. I think she said something like, okay, sis, you growing up or something. And, you know, I know how to think about that like what growing up I've been I've been growing it okay <laughs> you know how we get you know we hear something what uh-uh, let me tell you something but you know it's like um she was right you know because oh Tanisha would have avoided her I would have took no accountability um for nothing and I would have just looked at it like how dare you put me in this situation when you know I have X, Y, Z going on and I really need support. I really need a listening ear. You know, everything that we doing is not feeding my spirit, right? But it's like, I could see now and I could see then how that was really unfair to her That because that's not what I originally signed up for. And expecting her to know that I needed that was not fair to her. But like I talked, like we've talked about before, how many other times have we expected people 
to support us, expected people to nurture us in a certain way. And when it doesn't happen, we feel abandoned and we feel alone, right? And we start to feel like, how could so-and-so do this to me, right? And we start to really look at them now as a threat and anybody who anybody (laughs) especially if you've been listening to my podcast for a minute when we start looking at people as threats it's dangerous and it's dangerous because the cutoff the cutoff game is real if you struggle with people pleasing and codependency your cutoff game is real and you don't play, okay? That is one thing I know about my sis, my friend, my brother, whoever listening to this, okay? Um, I know that about you. You don't play. Your cutoff game is real. (laughs) Um, And it's a trauma response, you know, that I have, that you have, that we constantly have to monitor. And I will be the first to say, to sit in those feelings, it will make you cry. When I tell you I have cried deep to my soul, my, one of them soul cryings, you know, where you can't breathe, you, <laughs> like, I have cried tears because I've wanted to block people so bad. I've wanted to delete the number so bad. I've wanted to find ways to just completely eliminate them from my life so bad. So bad. Delete pictures that we took together. Ooh, everything. I have done it, okay? And, but we can't. We can't. We cannot. When we start to take responsibility, self-responsibility means that we are taking ownership of what we're doing, what we're experiencing, what we're feeling, and we're saying, you know what? Even though this person has hurt me to my core, even though I am upset right now and I'm angry, I'm going to look at what all caused this situation to go down like it did. What did I do? if anything, you know, and what did the other person do? Now, in this scenario that I gave you the example of, I had to learn that there's a time and a place for everything and expecting my friend to be able to sit with me and we in a loud um, concert or like play, it was something. And me not (laughs) me not, you know, be able to vent or talk or share or anything. I had to expect that because of the scene. If there's something I need to talk to her about, it either had to take place before or after. But in the middle of a play, me saying something like, yeah, girl, so, huh, you know, my dad died and I'm crying every day and I was sitting in the bathtub and I was just crying and I just didn't want to get out. That ain't the time and space for that. 
right? And so when we sit with ourselves and we really dissect, you know, the, um, the whatever it is, you know, whatever the event that occurred, these are the things I want you to look for. Number one, is this the right person for you to be sharing this information to? Do they have the capacity? Have they presented to you in the past that they can handle these type of conversations? And if they have, what has been the feedback? Because like I told you, we have to stop trying to get friends and family members who got A through Z stuff going on to to be available for us, right? If they got if they already got a lot going on, it's demonstrating to us that there's a strong possibility they may not be able to support us. If somebody struggles to support themselves, make it make sense that they're gonna be able to support you. Now you think about that for a minute. If you the strong friend, you pretty much cannot go to any of your friends about your concerns. Now, I'm not saying that they can't help you at all. But what I'm saying is when you're looking for support in terms of an encouraging word, somebody to guide you through something you're experiencing, they're not going to be that person. Now, maybe when it's time to have fun, when it's time to go to events, when it's time to do things, you know, then this person may be the one. When you are really upset and you just need somebody to just listen, then maybe they're the one. When you are, you know, in a state where, hey, let's go to dinner, you may call this person. Let's go here, you may call this person. But when you have serious issues going on in life, to expect people to help you that can barely manage their own life, that's not fair to that person, nor to you. And so we have to understand, is this the right person? Has this person demonstrated to us in the, in the past that they have capacity? Has this person truly taken the information I've given them and can look at it and reason, reasonably Okay, give me some feedback that will make sense. And if your response is no to a lot of those places, then it's okay. You know, and I don't want you to feel bad. I don't want you to, you know, have ill wishes or nothing like that for the person. Um, I want you to really look at it like, okay, Maybe I need to go somewhere else. Maybe I need to ask someone else. Maybe there is someone else who can support me, you know? And then lastly, you know, I want you to think about, you know, is this really a situation that you need to talk to people about? Because sometimes self-responsibility is also us knowing like, hey, you know what? I need to figure this out by myself. This situation has a lot going on. This situation is really complex. I need to figure out how to do it by myself. Sometimes it's not always about, you know, us 
getting help from other people. Sometimes it's about us going inward, you know, and saying, what do I need right now? You know, and maybe we talk to them later or we talk to them, you know, another time. But talking to them about, you know, what's going on right in the midst of it, that may not be what we need. You know, and I know a lot of this stuff, you know, we have to think about it. It it makes you think, you know, I definitely, definitely understand. It makes you think, you really have to think, you know, is this how I want to show up in the world? You know, do I want to share things with people? You know, do I want to share, you know, this with, you know, close just people who are close to me, you know, you really, we really have to think, what do I want to do? You know, what do I want to do in this situation? So, you know, as always, you know, I have a scripture and the scripture for this week is Psalms 27.3. It says, though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Thou war should rise against me, and this will I be confident. And you know, I so I chose this scripture because we are in a war within ourselves, okay? Um, and it's real because we have that side of us that knows we should conduct ourselves in certain ways that knows that, you know, this work is about us really going inward to support ourselves. And then we also have that side of us that says, I'm mad, I'm hurt, I'm angry. This person is the last person that hurt me. And I'm getting ready to just lash out on them because somebody else needs to be in pain and not just me. And so it's a battle. It's a battle in between, you know, us all the time. And I just want you to know you're not alone. God is there to support us, to help us, to guide us. And I never want you to feel like um, you're not being seen or heard. You know, um, I am here with you. I pray for you. I you have people and friends that love you, you know. And during this part of your healing journey, this is when you need those people to make you feel safe. Even if making you feel safe is cooking your favorite meal or getting you a cup of coffee or making you laugh, you need to be with those people. Right? Even if you have a group of people that just turn up and have fun and that's all they do, you need to be with those people because you need spaces where you can just let go and just be and not be consumed with your thoughts taunting taunting you back and forth. Well, you should have did this. You should have said this and all those things that we go through, right, when we're trying to like set boundaries and, and have healthy uh, communication with people. So I just want you to know, you know, to be encouraged, taking responsibility for our actions and things is tough, but it's something that you can do and know that I am here and I love you and I'm thinking about you this week. And before you leave, I just want to say a prayer over you. Um, So if you could bow your head or close your eyes or if you're driving, you know, just kind of 
try to block out everything for a minute um, and let's pray together. So Lord, we just truly want to thank you for another day, um, another episode that we can connect as a community and heal and grow together. We ask, Lord, that you continue to remind us of how much you love us, that you're here for us, and that you're guiding us through the way. Remind us, Father God, that it's okay for us to take a break. It's okay for us to just rest and just take breaks in our healing journey, knowing that when we get the energy, when we get the strength, we will get back up and continue on. We ask, Lord, that as we look more at ourselves and our own actions, that we aren't fearful and that we're able to sit with um, our emotions of pain and suffering and allow it to guide us to a place of love and healing. So, Lord, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you so much for life and the ability to experience life. And we want to say we love you and amen. So I hope you have a wonderful day, a wonderful week. Remember, no one is more important than you. And I will see you on the next episode. Bye.